welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. love the international franchises of drag race because i get to learn about celebrities i've never heard of and drag race brazil delivered on that in their first edition of snatch game luckily i have my brazilian spiritual guide here to spill the tea on all the references it's time to talk all things drag race brazil and joining me is someone who would never dare dream of impersonating the host of the show Beatrice parker how are you? <laughs> hello how are you happy to be back so excited, excited to have you here um we are probably halfway through the season if they're going to use 12 episodes um, halfway through. How are you feeling about Drag Race Brazil? You know, I'm happy because I feel like the episodes are evolving. Like mm-hmm. we're getting used to a lot of things and I think everything is getting better. I believe even though we have Drag Race like all over the world and we've seen like 1,000 different franchises, it still is the first season in Drag Race Brazil, so yeah. we still have a lot to develop, a lot to learn, get used to, but I think the episodes are getting better and better every week, so I'm very happy. I'm so glad to hear that. Um, Friends, pronunciations, I apologize, it will get better and try as hard as I can. Um, I think I have a 41-day streak on Duolingo right now for Portuguese, so I'm, I'm learning. Oh, um, how is it going? It's going well. There's a there's a couple words that because of you know any Spanish knowledge I have, I'm like, wait, that's not computing, right? Um, don't ask me to spell shit because I can't do that. That's really hard. Um, but I'm I'm going. I'm. I'm but learning. what do you know? Show me something so um, we can believe you. Let's see. Um, obrigada. Okay. Mm-hmm. Easy. Um, what do I do? Easy. Masha and Pau. Um, I we're starting. No, like, that's different. That's you have to be careful when you say the word pão. Okay. Because if you say pão, that's another word in Portuguese, and it's a dirty one. I'm sure you love that word as well. I mean, okay. Well, here we go. See, that's the thing. It's, it's it, also when they speak in this Duolingo thing, I was like, okay, we're gonna have to put the turtle mode on because it's very fast. Okay. Yeah. Very very fast. But we're 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 getting there. We're getting there. Um. As always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through reality production. We are showing the editing of Intelligent Show wants to see. We react to what is presented against the real people and gone on to go and tell them to share their crap. They also put themselves in the position to discuss what is in the podcast for an entertainment to discuss reality different show. All right. That's so Snatch funny. Game. I know, right? I've said it millions of times now. Um, Snatch game, Snatch game, Snatch game. Bef- yes. w- without spilling all the tea quite yet, did it live up to expectations? Yes, it did. I mean, some of them I was personally expecting a little bit more. But overall, it was a very great Snatch game for Brazil. I agree. I mean, even though I didn't know exactly what was going on, no one sucked. No yeah. one was like bad, bad. You're like, oh, my God, they need to go home immediately. So I was in- I was impressed. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I always was a little bit worried about challenges like snatch game and roasting because this is not part of culture in brazil mm-hmm. so i i would say it would be a challenge either way but they delivered it was very funny yeah 
Well, let's go through this. We lost the four-eye queen. Aquarella has been eliminated, and she still thinks it was unfair. What say you? Do you think she was being judged unfairly? I don't think so. I mean, the I the lip sync is the, the one who determines who lives and who stays. And I think during that lip sync, she really deserved to be yeah. sashing away that lip sync. I agree. We will see that Aquarella is Team Naza to win. Did that surprise you? Did we even see the two of them interact at all this season? Yeah, I mean, I was not really expecting that because I didn't see much of an interaction. But there's so much behind the scenes that we don't get sure. to see, right? Of so course. Now, Organza will be the one to tell us that she thinks not... Um, she's not here for this Naza endorsement, and I don't. I think it's very interesting that she is the one who says this. As this continues my Organza win domination theory, um, she's the one who's always being like, "They're not going to win. I'm going to win." So, just well, saying, they're heavy handed people, with her. Some people are not happy about how she is vocalizing a lot of things mm -hmm, on the episode. Mm -hmm. For me personally, I think it's amazing because that's what we're here for. We want drama, we want entertainment. Baby. You have to have your moment, have it. So mm -hmm. she's having hers. Now Dallas says she did what she had to do. Nothing was unfair and she's not the judge. Something she will say multiple times this episode. She yes. is congratulated though. The enthusiasm is quite low. And even the congratulations to Shannon is very low energy. Maybe it was just a very long day of filming. Yeah, because no questions about it. Channel really deserved to win that episode. Absolutely, she was yes. great. Miranda's continuation of almost winning continues. It's the narrative um, that won't stop for her. She's just going to always be the bridesmaid. Yeah. Do you think it's emotionally taxing on her to know that one thing she can't change is her outfits and it's the thing holding her back from getting a win? Who is that? Miranda. You know what? Like... It's so interesting because I'm also expecting her win, like coming at any time, because she's she's always delivering. She's great at comedy. Mm -hmm. She she always thinks outside of the box. So it's for me, it's really a matter of time. Because, you know, sometimes you just get that close to win something, but for some reason the other person was a little bit better and was judged differently. I mean, anything can happen, but I don't know. I think she's doing great, actually. Yeah. It doesn't oh, matter she's doing if she fantastic. wins or not. Yeah, winning a challenge or not, she's delivering every week. How would you handle yourself if they told you you have the talent, but the look department is suffering? Not that it would actually happen, because you always deliver. I don't think that department. would ever happen to yeah. me. <laughs> it's hypothetical. Hypothetical, how would you handle it? Well, you have to be strong when you go to competitions like this. You have, first mm -hmm. of all, to trust yourself. I mean... There's not not much you can change when when it comes to outfits, right? Because they're already there. They're there. So you just have to sell them better, you know. Yeah. But and Make believe in what you're doing, making it work. Yeah. Miranda's chomping at the bit for when Naz is still being pushed away by the girls, but she's still there. She's there to be successful, not to make friends. Mm. It is a new day, and Shannon is rocking her pen. She is so excited that she's got a new attitude. What a win could do for a person, changed everything. And, and and Chanel for me is one of the narrators of the season. Absolutely. She's one of the most charismatic and funny and, and beautiful. So Absolutely. I don't think she needs to worry much. Just keep doing her best. And yeah. I think she's she can be far. She can go far. 
The table is slowly looking empty, and there are some more gaps. No more overcrowding. But time for the weekly guess game of what the day will ring. But there's just there's there's no time to ponder because the alarm sounds. It's a busy day. Greg's message gives them hints at being a chameleon queen with two faces. The clues were there if they were smart. They would have known. Yeah. They would have known. Greg arrives, and I would like her blazer. Please and thank you. It was very cool. <laughs> I like her fashion. For this week's mini challenge, they are about to embark on one of the strangest things I've witnessed on Drag Race. They will be <laughs> pregnant with an annoying spirit, as it says. What can be more Brazilian than a drag version of the Taubate pregnant lady? Taubate. Taubate. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about this hoax? Um, and yes. Have you ever used her as a meme before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was a lady that all of a sudden she came to the media because she was pregnant, allegedly pregnant with like triplets or four people. I don't for 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 I don't even know how to four. say. Yeah, four, right? Yeah. And then the, the situation was because she was very poor. So she didn't know how to, you know, buy things for the babies and for the house. So she became like a sensation on the internet and people started helping her. She went to TV shows. She went to like very important interviews in the media with her big belly, but nobody could touch her belly because she said, oh, we cannot touch it. It's an energy, blah, blah, blah. So until one journalist started to doubt about the veracity of these babies. So anyways, she then was like her, her mask was pulled off and everybody discovered it was a hoax. And it was crazy. So now every time we see someone lying, we call this person the Gravida de Taubaté. It was like the Taubaté's pregnant lady because it's a very big lie. And But but she went um, far. Like People helped her raise a lot of money to take care of those babies that doesn't exist. I mean, here, here, here's the thing. If you're telling me the lady's poor and she doesn't know how to buy things, she had to make that fucking outfit because no one makes a mat- maternity outfit that giant. That dress was very famous, like that style of dress and that um, the the pattern of the, the fabric, very colorful. Yeah, that's what she used I mean, to wear all the time. If they didn't do this challenge, like that would be a perfect Snatch Game character in the future. Totally, yeah. All right. Well, they have five minutes to get ready. Just face and hair as Greg will provide the body, literally. They will then get to do an absurd maternity photo shoot before heading straight to the hospital. The race is on again to face as they're about to fake cry it all off and it's time for labor. And if those men are at the hospital ready to pop some babies out, I will happily be in the room with them. <laughs> yeah. And the babies were different. Oh, they were. Let's but they all it. looked like drag queen. They sure did. Mama Raganza is up first with her whole girl band inside. She gets up on the table and gives us some uh, glitter and be gay opera. Look at her giving us some culture. I yeah. Um, what did she give birth to? A violin with Greg's face on it. Um, like Greg said, why is her face there? What is going on? And you she, know what's know she knew, right? She knew. No, the funny part is she was telling all the time that she was the baby's grandmother. Right. But the babies are her face. I would say like, which are the father? That's true. Or the mother, whatever. <laughs> That's Not the very, grandmother. Very true. The babies look so much like you. You're the father. Next up is Miranda Labrau, who has some blue hair. What will she give birth to? Well, after the screaming, it's a beautiful baby iron. Again, with Greg's face. Um, 
She's pressed this time, and Miranda has no idea how she will breastfeed without burning her nipples. She's very witty. Good TV. I like her. She is. She is. She's an actress. So Yeah, I can tell. Helena is up and is waddling and has some gas. Uh, same. Um, she has <laughs> always wanted to be a mother, and her dream is coming true. She will give ugly for once. Finally, the bitch is going to give an ugly face. That's what they want. They wanted it. And then she's going to give birth to a rotary phone. Who's she going to call first? The real baby daddy? That's a good question. Who is the baby daddy? Those hoes? Mm -hmm. They probably don't know. It's time for Shannon to pop out her baby and she will push and push and out comes a baby lunchbox. Uh, she will cradle the baby as it brings a tear to Greg's eye. Yeah. Hobie's arriving here and on the baby table and she has her sunnies on. She's not there for any nonsense today. A baby? No. She's a fashionista. Will her baby walk? Well, it's a knight's helmet, so he thinks it's not going to be walking. Mm. No. I don't know. <laughs> we next have Dallas, who's giving um, very black Bob uh, and states she is going to give birth to seven. Ouch. Ouch. Well, that's what the, the pregnant lady wanted to do before. Only one arrives, and it's a vase with feathers or perhaps a butt plug. Your choice, really. Why not both? Yeah, you can use for both. Absolutely. Bettina is here, and she is ready to give birth, birth despite the screams, and somehow a saxophone comes out, and damn, how the fuck do they hide that? That's, that should be a very large hole for the saxophone to come out. <laughs> sure is. And Naza, uh, her idea of childbirth is screaming and then passing out in between. Very funny. And she will give birth to a beautiful baby lantern. Time to give light or go camping. Have you ever been <laughs> camping? Yes. Are you good at camping? No. I like my comfort. Uh, listen, I will go glamping as long as there's like something that will give me like electricity. I'm yeah. Let's go I went camping, camping once at a place in Brazil that was all about, you know, like VIP camping, let's say. Okay, that sounds like fun. I can do that. Can yeah. Do that. Well, the queens are at a drag to learn that the winner of the mini challenge is Miranda. She can win things that don't involve runways. Yay! Good for <laughs> her. It's time for the big reveal. The maxi challenge they've all been waiting for. It's Snatch Game. Would Snatch Game be a challenge for you, Pietro Parker? Well, like, honestly, when I auditioned to Drag Race Brazil, I really did a Narcisa Tamborindagi, which was Elena's mm -hmm. choice. She was one of my my choices as well. I also did Dilma on my audition, okay. which was Dallas uh, impersonation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I did both. But, yeah, it was very good, actually. Well, in addition to the Snatch Game on the runway, they will be tribute to a great woman that turned Brazil into an international fever, Carmen Miranda. They will be inspired by her infamous headpieces as they create a drag version for themselves. Now, I want to highlight that. That is what the caption says, because that's not what the queens are going to believe that they were supposed to do later on. It's going to cause some fights. Right. Then I have some tea about it. Do you want to spill the tea now? Well, some because some people, of course, went to the internet and said, like, what does that have anything to do with Carmen Miranda? Why are they wearing this? And there's, and some people say, some queens, they, they didn't say, like, openly, but they liked comments that said that. Mm -hmm. Like, the production, they sent a briefing to them, not specifically talking about Carmen Miranda, but a headpiece. There it is. You know? There it is. And, yeah. 
Listen, so I have I have helped someone get onto the race before. Uh, they are very very sneaky. They will tell you one thing, then you get on the show, and you're like, "That is not what you told really? me." Now you're making me look like a fool. Yeah, but the funny, not funny, but interesting part is most of them had like a Carmen Miranda inspired right. headpiece, so that would be a very big coincidence. Or some of the queens just got the wrong briefing. Listen, conspiracy theories on blocks on blocks. I don't know. I'm just saying what's in, on the internet. Uh, you're right. You're right. Their guest judge is actress and internet icon Cafera. Are you familiar with their work? No, not really. I know of her, but I never watched her videos. And honestly, I didn't like her personality She's on pretty. the show. She's pretty. Mm, I guess <laughs> that's what necessary, probably. All right. Well, Snatch Game is here and the stress is alive. We won't even see the girls chat with one another about their characters. They are at the tables as they wait for Greg, like they're waiting for their teacher to check their homework. Helena visits Greg first, where she adopts a nasally voice as a crazy socialite that loves Copacabana. All right. It's Copacabana. Tell me, tell me how to say it. Let's see if I can get it. Tamborindagi. Tamborindagi. No. Tamborindagi. Tamboring Daggy. Yes. Great. Um, also, just looking at a photo of her, I can hear her voice. Yeah. She, you can hear her speak. Are you She's familiar crazy. with her work? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I even have her WhatsApp. We talk sometimes. Really? Yeah, because we study at the same college. And then mm. I was classmate with her niece. Okay. So, you know, we met and then one day I had to interview her. So she gave me her number and then, yeah. But we Helen's don't talk. Feeling... We're not friends. But oh, Okay. Helen's feeling very confident and loose. She's ready to serve. Next up is Naza, who will get loud in Greg's face saying, you cannot wish for what you cannot have. She will be taking on Marcia Sensitiva, who is a psychic, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, and statistically speaking, psychics do not do well on Snatch Game on Drag Race. Yeah, and interesting because um, Naza, she really looks like her in Snatch Game. And Marcia, mm-hmm. she really has those crazy moments because she talks about, you know, your astrological things and yeah. your future. And all of a sudden, she goes off and gets crazy like, stop being a bitch. Leave that man. He's not for you. You know, but that. she didn't deliver that. But yeah, she's funny. She'll like Rag um, laugh as she tells her it's a great start. She apologizes to Marcia if she lets her down. A visit from Shannon Scarlett is in Greg's future as she will be. And is Brazil. <laughs> she is a German-Brazilian internet personality known for her time on Big Brother Brazil. Um, from what I've seen on the, of, of the photos, she's very ripe for parody. Yeah, she didn't make it to Big Brother Brazil. And that's how she became she's famous. Right. She, um, she applied and she was crazy and her video went viral. Because she's totally nuts. Now, Greg tells her this will be risky, as a lot of people have done Anita's Brazil before, but Shannon ensures her that this is her version of the character. What makes Mm -hmm. her different? Her sensuality. Now, Shannon will show Greg herself licking a phallic-shaped microphone, and Greg will be like, that's your sensuality? (laughs) Oh, shitty. Does she have another option? Well, she will show throw out Georgie Lafont, um, yeah. she'll show Greg and Greg is like Ines is better Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little about, about her other option yeah Georgia Lafon is, is a, used to be a drag queen called mm-hmm. Vera Verão 
like Vera Summer in English. Okay. But she she died already a long time ago. But she was a comedy queen on a sketch TV show. Yeah, very funny, very loud, very um, in the on the eight nineties during the nineties. Yeah, love that. Shonomo say that she chose Inez because she is more iconic, but really it's because Greg told her to do so. She thinks she'll have more to work with and let loose. And there is your Lucy Laduca shout out of the day. <laughs> but she now will show Greg a very serious lady outfit and a butterfly tattoo on her shoulder. She is there to teach. She will be portraying Regina Rochelle. Hoka. 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 Yes. Hoka. Part of why Vitina will select her is to keep her horse drag voice and serve the internet's favorite horse lady. Don't fuck with her. Beware of her. Tell us a little bit about her. Yeah, she's also a person who went viral for giving like words of wisdom on the on Instagram, like but okay. very very straightforward, like cursing and everything. But honestly, I don't think she's that big. Mm-hmm. I've seen of her. I know I know her like because you know I I saw some of her videos. But I, I wouldn't pick that character because even though it goes very well with Bettina because of the voice and the sure. style, like a heavy smoker, drinker, I don't think she's big enough to be represented. But, you know. Greg will ask her if she's playing it safe, to which Bettina tells her, kind of, but states that nothing is safe in Snatch Game. She says it's a tricky challenge and you need to know how to volley. On the outside, she is calm. On the inside, she's freaking out. Ruby will come by and give us a very over-the-top presentation as she teases that she is doing the greatest host in this country. She is not limited as a municipality. She is the greatest queen of the universe. Uh, no, she will just say the name Grag Queen before Grag, without hesitation, shuts her down um, and asks if she has another option. We will learn it is a joke. She's not going to do Grag Queen because um, she does the real greatest presenter, Marilia Gabriela. Yes. Who is she? She's a very respectful journalist. She used to have like a talk show where she interviewed people like very close to each other, eye to eye. Very, she's very like she goes for it for all the answers. She's not working anymore. She retired, but yeah, she's iconic, especially for the way she asks the questions and mm-hmm. her mannerisms. And yeah, would you say there's a American equivalent? Um, I don't know. Hard to think of it right now. That's fair. Now, I, I want to just, obviously, the joke was Grag Queen, blah, blah, blah. Huh? After all yeah. the rude debacles, do you think anyone doing Grag would be a good idea? Um, and if you can't sing, why would you ever do Grag Queen as a Snatch Game character? I don't think Greg would be a good idea because I don't think she's funny enough. She, she doesn't have a meme or something that she was famous for Not besides yet. her talent. Not yet. Yeah, yeah, not yet. Now she's hosting Drag Race, probably in the future. Listen, I am sure there are a lot of memes already from this season. Right. Yes. Now her other option, since she is a cautious bitch and brought another character, is Clodovil Hernandez, an openly gay congressman who started as a fashion designer. She will tease with a line saying he is an old fag who is cool to his friends, evil to his enemies, and bottom whoever he wants. And I was like, that's a fun line. I like that one. Yeah, but I don't think Clodovil ever would say that. No. I don't All think right. so. Greg was not impressed and advises her to stick to Marilia Gabriela. Greg will tell them all. After speaking to them, she has raised her expectations and cannot wait to see how her stars playing other stars pans out. She will leave, and those are only the snippets we will see before the game is on. Let's hope no one gets canceled. Yeah. 
now. Welcome to Snatch Game live on the main stage of Drag Race Brazil. I want to ask your opinion. We have had many, many franchises in the, the Drag Race Cinematic Universe. Some do Snatch Game in a different part of the studio. Some do it right on the main stage. Does it matter? Do you have a preference? No, not really. I don't even okay. pay attention to the stage. I pay attention That's to the fair. challenge. Yeah. That's fair. Well, our guests playing our shocker, Dudu Bertolini and Bruno Braga, because who else are they going to fold to do it? Right. <laughs> Here's how we're going to do things. Rather than go in game order, we will discuss each contestant and their journey through Snatch Game. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Helena Maljita. Wow, what a physical transformation. That bitch can paint. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with her face. She will give us a very soft and natural woman of paint and a character that is so nasally, even Claritin can't help her. Right. All right. She'll start and say, oh, that's crazy. She loves Snatch Games. She loves everything. Is very excited. She's crazy. <laughs> also, she will do the hand thing the entire time. So continuity is very strong with her characterization. Yeah, you have to keep in character the whole time. And also the um, eyes. Did you notice the eyes. the eyes blinking? Narcissa does that all the time. She's really, literally crazy. <laughs> I love it. Our first question will go to Dudu. Anita and Lujmila. Didn't get along after being on a show. It got so caliente that they needed to put down the fire with blank. Dudu will say a glass of Chandon, and Narcisa will say, since you need a lot of water, she wrote, Noronja's hose. It's not a match, but it got a laugh. And I was like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, Noronha is a, it's a place, it's an island in Brazil, okay. very beautiful. And, and there was a rumor that some celebrities went there to do a big orgy. <gasps> yeah, so everybody said, okay, let's go to Noronha. It's like an island, very beautiful, uh, where okay. only like very rich people, famous people go, because also they like to preserve the nature, so not everybody Love can that. go anytime. So yeah, so there's this rumor that there's big orgy happening with famous people. And then Picão is like, what did they translate to? It said hose. Hose, hose like stockings. No, I think like like a like a fire hose or like the thing you put wa take that spurts out water. Which is not it. Picon is like a big dick. <laughs> See, this is why Google Translate does not work for every fucking drag race. Yeah, it's a big dick from Noronha. That's a funny joke now. Yeah, that's why it was funny. God damn it! It might be very hard for non-Brazilians watch uh, a Snatch Game or even any franchise like sometimes it's, you don't it, know the true. context it's true yeah um all right well I will continue with the translation here as it's uh as she says um a hose shower is great she loves it um so obviously it's a dick shower yeah yeah great that's funny okay you have a good that's shower. good yes okay here for it our second question for Dudu is Marcia Pantera really wants to retire so she can finally sell blank. He says dandruff shampoo so everyone can whip their hair better. Narcisa will be asked if she knows her and she's yes, and that's she's great. She loves her LGBTQ fans. Uh, she says Marcia would sell her a punching bag so she can punch it with her hair. She likes whipping people with her hair. Hit it there again. The hands. Yeah, it's all about the character. Um... It worked. Everyone enjoyed it. Who is Marcia Pantera? 
She's a drag queen. She's a legend. You know those uh, hair whips that we see drag queens do, yes. especially yes. Brazilians. She's one of the people, if not the one who invented that movement. Oh, cool. I love that. Oh, a long time ago. Yeah, it's in the 80s or 90s. I don't know. She's been doing drag for like hundreds of years now. But <laughs> yeah, that's her. She's a legend, like a drag legend of Brazil. So that was basically Helena's uh, participation. I thought she did very, very well. I mean, characterization alone, I was here for it. She was a very good. Yes. And surprisingly so, because you didn't think she would be one, because, you know, fashion queens sometimes are not great at it, Ruby. Yeah. Um, Ah! Shout out, Scarlett. She made her way into the Big Brother house and into the hearts of everyone. It's, It's Brazil. Right from the start, she will shake her tatas and will ask if Greg knows who she is. And before she can answer, she will tell us that she is Anis Brazil. Exactly. Ines. 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 Bruno's first question says, Jakay took all the filler from her lips and decided to put it in her blank. She says, Fabio Porchat, that's why he has a big mouth now, talking too much on the internet. Ines Brazil will say her ugly ass looks because... If she had the same stylist as my friend Bruna, she wouldn't be judged by the LGBT community. Very straightforward answer. And then she's going to flirt a bit with Dudu. But at the end of the day, that's it. That's yeah. all we got Inez, from Chanel. Inez Brazil is very sexual. All yeah. her jokes and uh, her songs and the way she presents herself, it's very like big tits, bikini, licking everything. She even had the sex tape released on the internet where she was having sex with, with one of her fans in the bathroom. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah, it was a big scandal because the guy was gay and had a boyfriend, and so he cheated on his boyfriend with Inez Brazil. Crazy. So she's very sexual. Her tongue is always licking something. She's very like that. So do you think Shannon just didn't know how to capture the sexuality in the answer as well, and that's why she didn't excel? Yeah, I think if you pick a character that there's very, it's very strong with her jazz and everything, you have to be very good because otherwise it's going to be just too much and not in a good way. All right, let's talk about Dallas Deville as Gilmont Rochef. It's one of Brazil's biggest personalities, the former impeached president of Brazil. Uh, the question, is she still making pasta with her grandson? She says, only once in a while, just this morning, she made cassava pasta, which was very important for the development of Brazil, and that is why she is greeting cassava with corn tonight. <laughs> All right. Um, we know a couple things about impeached presidents here in America. Talk to right. me about your impeached president. Well, that was a coup, for sure. I mean, she it was like a scheme to remove her from from mm-hmm. the seat, so she definitely didn't deserve that. She Something was a great like the president. Republicans are trying to do right now? Mm-hmm, exactly, exactly like that. Uh, gotcha. And the cassava, Juma was very famous also for her speeches because sometimes she got confused with what her words and sometimes she would say something very funny, like she was greeting the cassava because cassava is a very important uh, product from Brazil. Right. So we were export, exporting cassava and everything. So she said, today I want to greet the cassava. So... When you see something like that, of course, you're going to make a meme about it. You're going to, you know. So, yeah. So, that those answers that she used, even the ones that she said, at the end, nobody's going to win. Nobody's going to lose because everybody's going to win and lose. That was also part of Juma's speech someday. Amazing. And everybody got so confused. Amazing. All right. Well, for the first question, she will say to put this fire down, it was systematically needed a dick bottle. 
not a match. Uh, but now it makes sense with how this. Okay, look at. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Of course, you. yes. <laughs> I was sorry for... too during my viewing party during snatch game. I, I'm I sh I'm I was sure a lot of people are not getting all the things because. It's impossible. It's Brazilian pop culture. Literally, you probably would have had to press pause every five seconds and be like, here's the explanation. Let's continue yeah. on. Yeah. That's why we have a podcast. Anyway, <laughs> all right. For the Marcia Fantera question, she will answer wigs, which is one of the greatest symbols of their development. She says, when we invented the wig, we became homo sapiens or women sapiens. Has Dilma ever <laughs> worn a wig? Sometimes. And then she proceeds to cough and say she gags on herself. Yeah, because that happens. Of course it does. <laughs> Everybody. We'll answer first on Bruna's next question, which is, Silvetti Monchila is so old, even her blank has mold. Her answer is her grills, her dentures. Now, Dilma will say that she has known her for a long time and thinks she's so old, her career has mold. She goes on to say that she doesn't think who wins, who loses, who loses or wins will win or lose. Everybody's losing. Um, talk to me about this question and, and the significance of it. Well, Silvete Montilla is also a, a legend, a drag queen, very important in Brazil. She started movements in the past, like even during the first Pride Parade in Sao Paulo, she was there. Anyway, she's very respectful. She still works. She's still active. And um, I, li I liked Dallas' answers. I mean, yeah. it was funny enough and she was great. I, I will I was I will say I'm impressed by Dallas because obviously expectations wise Dallas has been at the bottom very recently yeah. a lot. Um yeah. but she did change all her characterizations. She did de develop a char a defined character. Um so yeah I was impressed. The only thing that bothered me was the fucking neck part of the breastplate. I know and she always does that. I don't Every know why. Time. Because sometimes it. she's wearing because I mean in my opinion personally if you're wearing a breastplate it's because you want to show cleavage you want to show right. right I haven't seen her wearing a breastplate to show cleavage so far she's always covering like with a dress we only see the neck yeah and like, it's so if visible she wants, if she wants to show just the volume of her breast, she can just wear a bra and put whatever socks exactly. inside. And you're going to say exactly. that. Yeah, it's so weird to me. All right. Rubio Ocean. Marilia Gabriela will be asked who the most tedious celebrity she, she interviewed. And she will say she will tell something that she is here tonight, but she's not used to being by celebrity sides. She's used to being side by side, but this shows something about the community, which is versatility. So that she didn't so answer weird. the question. And when Dudu was scratching his head, you knew this was going to be doomed. It was so weird, so confusing. Her answer is not funny. Exactly. She got lost. We will finally have a question eventually for Marilia to answer about Marcia Pantera. And she will have a very long setup that involved Dudu not buying anything from her because she has already has really great hair and can tell he uses moisturizer. She continues to say that everything in life is a matter of perspective, then says one hair in a bowl of soup is too much, one hair in a head is too little. So she will finally say that every drag queen needs wigs. We finally got there and it wasn't funny. No, that was a flop. What did she do wrong? What what advice would you give um, your Brazilian sis 
if she had to do Snatch I Game again? Think, I think she took so long to answer something. She she went around a lot of things. And Marilia is not like that. She's very straightforward. So she mm -hmm. could have said the same thing to do about his hair or their hair. But instead of being a long story, just put it short, you know. Exactly. Quick that bothered me because you, you, get, you get lost in the thought. Now, what did you think of her look? Was it spot on? No. 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 Actually, I never saw Marilia wearing, like, that color. When I think of Marilia, I only think of, like, black or white. Yeah. Not very crazy colors. Next up, it's the iconic Marcia Sensitiva. Greg will tell she has been in a dark rooms all over the world looking for love, but it's not working. What is she doing wrong? Well, she tells her she needs some prayers, some red salt to make it saltier, but she'll give her the number. She's feeling it, but it's not an erection. And that's how we will start with Nasa. Yeah, how honestly, yeah, I don't I don't think it was funny either, that interaction. Even though Greg was laughing, everybody was laughing. I was like, is that for real? I think it was They're awkward fake. laughter. Yeah, right? Because it was not funny. So how will Marcia put out the fire? Well, between them, time to sprinkle some holy water on them. Pray away the demons. Now, the answer is in, but Greg will attempt to talk, and Naza will talk over her, and in the process, lose characterization because she's awkward. So Greg will then try to get her back on track by asking what she would tell them in the middle of this fight, and Naza will take the board to write something but laugh, which Miranda says almost caused her to break. So basically, Naza does not know how to stay in character. No, she didn't. And she really didn't focus on that. She was somewhere mm -hmm. else. And I think she needed to study the, the character better. Yeah. Because she didn't deliver. Now, but she GK looks question. very much. She looks very yeah. much like Marcia. Very much. The GK question, she will say she saved it for the next generation. We will cut straight up to Helena, who will give us wide eyes as she's utterly unimpressed. Marcia will go on to say that when she asked her, would she look pretty if she had more filler? She screamed, you cannot wish for things you cannot have. Stop being crazy. Now, we already had heard that line. For some reason, this time it won't land. And we will literally hear crickets. <laughs> yeah. Poor girl. Poor girl. She tried. Yeah. All right. She is the official queen in the playlist of hipster gays. Maria Bat Batania. Oh, yeah. Who called her there? Well, she says it's an honor and a pleasure to be there in the presence of Gregory Queen. And I am officially now calling her Gregory Queen. That's so funny. <laughs> um, can you tell us a little bit about Maria? Yeah, Maria Bethany is a very great singer uh, from Brazil, also coming from the 80s or 70s, I think. And she's still active, very cold, and, and she's very serious, too. Like, she takes her art very seriously. Mm -hmm. She's the kind of singer that if people are singing along with her, she will ask people to stop singing because they have to take the message from her. She's like, stop, 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 stop. Please, this is very disrespectful to me. I'm singing. I'm telling you a story, a poem. You cannot receive the message if you're singing along. She's like that. I love that. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Cool. Now, I got to ask, did Organza ask for a working microphone? Because I think that included with her fabulous makeup, the actual amplification of a microphone really helped develop a strong character for her. Yeah, especially the way she was working the wires. That's also Maria Bethania's thing, like, because mm -hmm. you would think Maria Bethania would work on a wireless microphone but mm -hmm. that's not the case she walks around uh, barefoot with her long wires and she keeps pulling the wires like that 
Yeah, that that was great characterization. Absolutely. Now for our filler question, with her arm raised in the air, she will say, in the end of the end of the end of the world, she will be asked to explain her answer, causing her to get out of her chair, asking Greg, was she rude to her? Very intense. And knowing that what you talked about just yeah. now, it makes sense. I think it was it very makes smart. Sense. Yes. Now she'll be asked if she knows Silvestri Montiga and if they have sung together. And in this moment, Organza will take a page again out of the Jinx Monsoon playbook and just play with that chord and the microphone and pull and pull and pull and then pose. And Greg's going to break character. Um, Paula will say that she's crazier than she is. She's cracked. And then she's going to feed her bread. Yeah. I mean, I think she didn't have an answer for that question. She just improvised. But and I think worked. it just... Yeah, I don't know if it worked. For me, it didn't. For me, okay. she could have done all that scene and everything, but I was expecting an answer. An answer. Okay, that's fair. You know what? I'm here for it. Um, I will. I think she had part one and didn't have the part two. Yes, yes. Let's talk about Miranda Labrao as Paula Caracela. Um, they have a chef on the panel who cooks lobster tail like no other. Um, she is an Argentinian-Italian celebrity chef based in Brazil. Have you ever had her food? No, unfortunately not. But she's really famous. She's yeah. she was the host of Master Chef Brazil. Oh, cool! Yeah. How are you at cooking? I'm very good. Yeah. I cook very well. Yes. What is the Brazilian delicacy that you can make? Oh, I can make flan, Brazilian mm. flan. Yeah, nice. so delicious. Between nasty queen last week, you this week, I'm I'm ready for a full on meal. Oh, Brazilian food is the best, and I cook it mm. very well. All right, we're going to see a quick the quick wit of Miranda in action as she says she is here as Paula, but looks like Dudu. Very witty. Yeah. Very, very witty there. She will go on to say that if they're hungry, she has 7 or 12 inches. Breads. Right. I wow. love it. Very, very funny. Now, for our first question, she says, when two women get heated, we should not put down the fire. Use alcohol because she wants to see it burn. She will then turn to Bruna and tell her she won't taste her tonight because she has a fork and knife. She deserves a spoon. Not a match. <laughs> okay. This one's good. She's That's very, very good. What confused me during this uh, characterization, I never saw Paola as like this allegedly lesbian. Mm-hmm. I never, that never occurred to me that she would have this lesbian side. I think maybe it's kind of similar to like Ella Day when she did Nigella Lawson on Smash Game where it didn't matter who they were talking to. It was more so let's be sexy and talk about food. Yeah. Uh, Paola is very like feminist. She's really, she's all about women empowerment and she's very vocal about it. So maybe she was coming from also from this place. You can do whatever you yeah. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. When it came to the GK, her answer will be on her lips, which I guess was the question sort of kind of. She will then ask yeah. Dudu if he's ever had an empanada in his mouth. He says many times, well, she brought some and says she's great at throwing them, proceeding to throw an empanada at Greg. Very that was funny. I like it. Yeah. Now, before Bruna will give her answer on the her next question, Bruna will be asked if she has mold and says she has had some mold in her to which Paula from across the room will ask, but will say, look at what I found, referring to the spoon that she will seductively lick. And now Bruna is thirsty. So yeah, sexy, sexy times. Yeah, I like it. 
sometimes you need props, not many props, just one or two good props. And you're All set. stars, yeah. Now, when she does get to her answer here, she will say her gut is moldy and then have to clarify on whether she is talking about her gut or her butt, because the words are similar and she doesn't know how to spell. But you know, that's another dif uh, different thing from reality. That's not what she said. She was she saying say? the word, she was trying to say the word vagina in Portuguese, like vagina. Okay. But because Paola is Argentinian, her accent doesn't say vagina. So she was saying more like a fascina, which is more like of a cleaning, cleaning room. Okay. So she was trying to say fascina, but it, actually she was referring to vagina. Why is Google Translate failing this show today? Oh, and guess what? That's not Google Translator. That's really someone working. And that person, oh my God, I hope she doesn't listen to this. Or if she does, she doesn't understand English. <laughs> But she messaged me that girl. She's, oh no, I don't think I can say that. Don't say it. Don't say it. No, I'm not going to say it. Okay, right, I'll tell well, you later. We'll, we'll talk about it later. But I, friends, I'm just reporting what I see on the caption. Because yeah. I'm not that far into it. It was way funnier from okay. what the reality was. Like. Regardless, I thought Miranda did fucking fantastic. I loved it, too. Yes, me too. I She's agree. so good. All right, Regina Polaroid as Regina. Uh, she invited Greg to have some coffee in the smoking area. What is the quote of the day? She loves gambling, but the quote is, don't let anyone disturb your game. The game is yours. Disturb yourself. Fuck it. Pay attention. How profound. Yeah. How That's profound. how Regina is. She gives that those kind of advices. I love it. Now, for her one and only question uh, about Anita and Lujmila, she will answer tongues, to which we see Shannon try to lick her tits with her tongue. Uh, Regina will say that normally the tongue is the body's whip, as whatever you say can come back up to you in flames. Put it down with your tongue so you don't get burned with words. She is said that, that the something? Or is yeah. that like... Okay, we say okay. that all the time in Brazil, but she said the tongue is what? Um, it says the tongue is the body's whip. Yeah, we don't use body. We use asshole. All right. That's okay. the, the We're same. Trying. We're trying. <laughs> you know what? I If there are listeners who watch Drag Race Brazil in like not another English language, like if you watch like French or, or German, I'd love to know what it translates for you too because, yeah. oh God. Lost in translation. That happens all the time. <laughs> oh, right. Well, it was a very quick snatch game, but overall, I thought there were some really good performances. Um, there was really just one or two that were not great, but I was impressed. Good job from Drag Race Brazil. Overall, it was great. And for me as a Brazilian to watch a snatch game from Brazilian characters, it was very special. And I was very impressed by all of that. So I like I it. That. I'm very happy. That you enjoyed it, uh, because if you have proved it, then it worked. It was a good snatch game. Yes. All right. This is elimination day, and the discussion immediately goes into the significance and importance of the runway for the Brazilian culture. Carmen Miranda is truly an icon. Um, would you say she inspires you as an artist? No, she didn't. But I, of course, respect her work. And I already performed as Carmen Miranda because she's also a Brazilian icon. Yeah. And if you're Brazilian and if you're an icon, I'm going to do you. Absolutely. So what is the concept for their looks? Well, Organza's is like, wait, we were supposed to bring a concept. She just thought you had to dress like her. 
Yeah, she was being shady. I mean, was now we never know. Shady? We don't know. All right. Helena has a concept for hers. She shares that she has already talked about being HIV positive. She doesn't want to rely on it, but thinks this is a look that she's going to take a chance to talk about it. She will tell the story of how she got HIV. She decided to celebrate her 17th birthday, and it was the first time she wanted to throw a costume party and invited everyone. She kissed a guy, ended up in the restroom. They didn't use any protection, and the next day she woke up feeling that some, she did something wrong. She took the test and it came back negative, but they say that there is a three-month immunological window where you're exposed to the virus. The nurse told her to come back in three months, but didn't give her any further information. She returned and she was positive. She says when you have a risky situation, within 72 hours, you can take PEP, which is what she's bringing to the runway. She says if she had that information, she could have taken it the following day because she knew she was risky. But she didn't know she could do something about it. The doctor didn't even instruct her about it. Now, Miranda will share that she is in a is in a serodiscordant relationship, which means one partner is HIV positive, one is HIV negative, and says when her husband was diagnosed, Sus has taken care of his treatment and also offers a chance of taking PrEP so they can move on with their lives. Helena wants to highlight Brazil's health system more Sus because if it wasn't for it, she wouldn't be there looking gorgeous. Now, Miranda says that they have information and new opportunities and means of treating other SCIs and says it's important so we can be healthy and live a life free of prejudice. What did you think of this conversation and why do you think it was so important to have it on this iteration of Drag Race? It is very important. I mean, uh, she was even mentioning, oh, I know I've talked about this before, but I think information is never too much. You can always share your experience because there's always new people coming and listening to that story. So I think it's very important so people know that, you know, nowadays we have so many ways to live a healthy life, even though you have this condition, you know, yes. like any other. So, yeah, I think it was very important. And also to highlight the Brazilian system of health that we have there, which is free. That's mm -hmm. very nice. So all the medications, it's provided by the government. Even though the previous president wanted to cancel that because he's evil, now everything is back to normal and we're not a threat anymore. So yeah, big congratulations to our you know, health system in Brazil because it's very great. Yeah, I, I, I always love the conversations about HIV on Drag Race because it is an international thing. It's not just yes. one country who has it. Everyone is able to talk about it. And anytime you have a platform like this and you can share any kinds of feedback or treatment or ways to help, it's so important. Can you imagine how many people still don't know about PEP? Exactly. 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 So yeah. thank you for this conversation, Drag Race Brazil. It was beautiful. Yes. Let's head to the runway where Greg is looking like a stag. Um, can you tell us any inspiration about this look? Um, because it's such a departure from her. Um, yeah. Elke Maravilha, another Brazilian icon. I mean, she's not here anymore, but she used to work at, uh, at those uh, how do you how do you say that? Like the, like America's Got Talent, like uh -huh. those TV shows. She was a judge, right? Gotcha. And she she she's seen by a lot of people as a drag queen, like a 
cis woman drag queen because she was always very flamboyant, big hair, big makeup, and she was like an LGBT icon for so long. Yeah, definitely an icon. We love that. That's amazing. We have our panel comprised of Dudu Bartolini, Bruno Braga, and guest Jessica Ferra. Um, she's pretty. And that's it. Yeah. <sighs> no Category. personality, right? I mean... None, none. Category is Carmen's Daughters. In honor of the runway, we will play Headpiece or Headache. <laughs> Starting with Naza, no designers listed. Now, if we are strictly here to note the headpiece, this is, in fact, a wig. It is a totally. wig on her head. Now, as far I... as the thing on her head and the look on her body, I'm not impressed. I think this is easily her worst weakest look thus far she says it's snow white and fetish and sexy teacher and yeah those you don't blend those up into something like this i don't love the material and how it sits and the proportions are a bit of a miss i am glad she's trying to play around with her aesthetic giving it a bit of a darker edge it's just not leading with her strength no and i don't see anything about um snow white either on those on that outfit yeah i mean uh i have a <laughs> Her look is completely weird for me. It's definitely not a headpiece. It's a wig where she put apples on it, and that's it. Lou will ask what happened to her snatch game, and she says she felt nervous and anxious, got stuck, and couldn't get out. He says that her look is beautiful, and she is a fashion queen with a fashion sense, and says don't forget to stand up for herself, and saying I'm Naza, and recover the power that's brought her there. Runa says her snatch game didn't go to a place of ridiculousness of making her so crazy, neither to a place of impersonating. Kefera says that it lacked the explosive side of Marcia because she speaks so calmly and then explodes. Greg says it lacks confidence. And this look is a headache. Yeah, I totally agree with the judges, 100%. Audience, I mean, yeah. not a little bit about a fashion queen. I don't see this look as fashion queen. Not at all. Not at all. I think it's a mess. Audience, 41% headpiece, 59% headache. Raganza, look by Raganza, headpiece by Raganza, Carolina Schmidt, and Cachalote. I love that she is giving you a Carmen fruit moment, but has the silver, which pops beautifully with the blue. It's a wonderful use of monochromatic blue fantasy, giving us a journey. I love the ruffle effects. It's very in line to Carmen Miranda. Um, I think this was quite strong and effective. I love it. I love the references. She was even mentioning about the Afrofuturistic aesthetic of that. And we can totally see it. For me, very great look. It is a headpiece. Amazing headpiece, yeah, with the, the braids and everything, so with good. the fruits. Yeah, beautiful. 89% headpiece, 11% headache. Miranda LaBrow, no designers listed. I really love this. I really do. I think the headpiece is very campy and silly. And yes, they are inflatables and very lightweight, so it serves a purpose. The silhouette is very strong and evocative, perfect for a Carmen Miranda look. I think the downfall for drag is the top pattern felt a little bit cheap. I know having a pattern is good for the source material, but it does cheapen the drag elements. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I love the headpiece idea. It's pretty much like what she said. It's like she went to a dollar store and bought all, all those things that we buy at dollar stores and made a headpiece. It's a mess. It's not heavy. But it's a nice... Yeah, I know. It's inflatables, mostly. I, I thought like it was it. very smart. Dudu says he loves her look, calling it Brazilian kitsch, as there is a mix and accumulation of things and everything they want to see from a Brazilian queen. 
Bruno says she is so generous when she's acting that allows people around her to be funny. She says she literally fed the queens that were by her side. She says she has a con comic maturity and an impeccable timing and says nothing can stop her and if someone's going getting shot in the middle of the scene she won't lose her focus greg tells her to never let anybody say she's not an artist love this look i'll call it a headpiece it's a headpiece audience 96 percent headpiece four percent headache Dallas seville no designers listed i think this look on its own is a knockout it's futuristic chic and quite evocative i want to know who this creature is the wings are really cool, but if the way it's constructed, it's not quite Carmen Miranda. So in the category, it slightly misses the mark. I will say it's one of my favorite paints from Dallas all season. She feels like she's in her element for once, even though it may not actually be the category because I don't think anybody knows what the category is. Yeah, I mean, it's totally out of the context there. Um, did you did you research about the headpiece that she's wearing? A little bit about the biblical angel and all that. Yeah, according to the Bible, this is what angels look like. Yeah. All, all wings and eyes. So I like the look, but there's nothing to do with Carmen. I would never see it and say, oh, that's Carmen. And you know, the funny part is everybody now on Twitter is getting the the image of those angels, like this crazy thing that <laughs> she got the inspiration from. And, and they're posting like, this is Carmen Miranda. And if you don't watch Drag Race Brazil and then you just watch that image with saying Carmen Miranda, you're going to get so confused. But it's so funny. So funny. Yeah. But I like the look, but it's totally I, not. I agree. I agree. The same. Yeah. Duda says she's on a Shiro's journey after a week, a few weeks on bottoms and lip syncs. She made history in the Snatch game. Bruno says she served acting, impersonating jokes, and comic timing. Cafeta will ask her her inspiration for the look and says, with the main focus on her head, she wanted to bring the angel described in the Bible in a literal way because the most important person in her life is her father. And every time she faces a challenge like this, he tells her, remember that there is a someone up there looking after you. Greg says, welcome to the competition, Dallas DeVille. She says she is happy that every time she read her, it was worth it. Um, I'm going to give her a soft headpiece because overall the look is good. It's just not necessarily fully category also i never read the bible and i don't want to read it but Same. is this how angels look like i'm scared actually but right? yeah as i i give also a, a soft headpiece because it was a good look but just for another runway yeah audience 81 percent headpiece 19 percent headache but she polaroid look by anderson of the oliveria this is a thousand true percent true to her yeah. I think this is one of the more brilliant interpretations of the category. She's giving you photography realness in the headpiece with the camera and the photos. I think the silhouette is excellent. It has hints of flapper as well. The way the camera tape runs down that dress is remarkable. The only thing I wish is she would have cut the black tights as it does ruin the full illusion. Easily her best look all season. I love this look. It's so her. I'm just pissed that my picture is not on that dress because we're friends from a long time. And she didn't, didn't even think of putting my picture there. It's okay. I love her still, but I love it. I think it's so her and so Carmen. Like, I would see this outfit and I would see Carmen there, especially with the, how do you call those? The the roll of tape? No, not the roll of tape. The, the wavy fabric. Oh, uh, the ruffles. The ruffles, yes. So Carmen. And the headpiece yeah. is amazing. I love it. It's, it's a headpiece. headpiece. And I loved it too. 93% headpiece, 7% headache. 
Rubio Shand, look, Ruby, I think the look overall is good, but it's not as grand as it needs to be. The headpiece is really artistic. The dress is really pretty, and the statement of don't touch it, it's art and graffiti was very great. But again, in a headpiece challenge inspired by Karma Miranda, the focal point was lacking. And then when that small thing falls off your head, oh, no. Everyone else had giant things, and that's the one that falls Exactly. If you compare that with all the other queens, they are very like big headpieces and they were able to sustain it. And she didn't apparently pin the headpiece in her head. Yeah. So I I mean I like the look too. It's Agreed. it's uh, urban and but we we've seen it before in the season, a look Agreed. just like that. So didn't impress me. I would say it's a headache. Dudu says that he always wants her to use her hand-painting talent, but he wants to see variety on the runway. He says that at one point she lost her head, literally. He says it fell, but she kept her head high because he wants to see her back up on top. Bruna says about her look, they have different upbringings, but they share the hood roots. She says when the, her crown fell, how many times have we fallen? Many times. And we create fashion with almost nothing, but we have a lot of creativity. Cafera says that Marilia Gabriela, she thinks she was building it up and then she lost the joke. She says the voice was the main issue. And Greg says that her character um, felt unsure and she asked why. Why keep this idea? I will give it a soft headpiece. So only because it imagely, it, it was a pretty image, but you're right. It was not the category and we've seen it before. The audience, 52% headpiece, 48% headache. Helena, look by Helena, earrings by Bill Melchito. This one is so difficult for me to judge simply based on what I have been saying about other contestants. As far as the entire look, the red dress and the bra with the hair and the headpiece, it's Carmen Miranda. She looks amazing. But if we wanted a grand headpiece, it's lacking. It's not lacking in message. So I think it's hard to want to critique the look despite it not living up to the goal of the challenge because the message is so important. That being said, the stoned hair is remarkable. The reveal to the condom skirt was great. I'm just so mixed because regardless, Helena has become one of the strongest runway queens in Drag Race history. Yeah. So she won this week. It is a statement. It's very Carmen. I mean, the skirt, the top, and even the, the arms, the, the one that she used yeah. here. I agree her, her headpiece is not Carmen at all. But if you look at the whole thing, I see a Carmen Miranda there, especially exactly. with the makeup and the hair, the the way she the, the wig, the way it's shaped is very Carmen Miranda. So I, I can see Carmen Miranda, there, even though I don't see the, the fruits. And like the the like what they said is like your interpretation of a headpiece in honor of Carmen Miranda. She brought Carmen Miranda with a simple headpiece, but still very strong. I like it. Judy says that her looks brings politics, representativity, and awareness, and that's what drag's about. He says it's about transforming and bringing politics and awareness to them, and says a, and a stunning beauty on top of that. He says she nailed it. Bruna says she loved it. Rags says long live sauce, long live Helena Mojita, long live her art, and thank you very much. Here's a headpiece. Audience agrees. 93% headpiece, 7% headache. And Shonon yeah. Scarlet. Look by Atelier Janela Caracao. Headpiece by Karaya Puka. This is really beautiful look and a fantastic story. I think the laundry effect is really remarkable, and the fact that she does have it well balanced on her head is great. 
The problem is while the reference of the garment is strong, the drag part is not. It's very simple. And when we are dwindling down in numbers, we are splitting hairs. And this could have been a fateful failure for her. Overall, though, it is a great look. I love it. I mean, I, I get what you're saying about the drag part of it, but it's just, I think as a Brazilian, I think I see it differently a little bit Absolutely. because, yeah, I, I, I see the history about that look, even though people know, you know, the history, but Brazil living there, it's crazy. So I think she thought so much outside of the box, but still is her story. I love it. I was very moved about it. It's very different, but it, and she delivered what they were asking for. Like I had this yeah, unconventional and still Carmen. I, I see it. I like it. It's a headpiece for me. Bruna says she loved the look. She served her, her straight beauty and swing in a beautiful and not obvious way. She says about Inez Brazil, the characterization was excellent. It just lacked jokes. Cafeta says that she also lacked confidence, saying she was confident in her body and mannerisms, but when it came to talking, she says they could see her trying. Greg says that her art inspires her, and she is transformative, and she is huge. I will give it a headpiece as well. Audience, 75% headpiece, 25% headache. Greg has deemed that Organza and Bachina are safe. That leaves Helena, Shannon, Dallas, Ruby, Naza, and Miranda as the tops and bottoms. Do you agree? Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I there is a universe I think you could have swapped Dallas and Organza, but I think for plotline, it made more sense. Yes, yes. I mean, Bettina, if she had a, a stronger character in Snatch Game, if she challenged yeah. herself better, she would definitely be a top for me because the look for me is one of my favorites in this mm-hmm. runway. I agree. But yeah, I agree. We head to Untucked Junior, where jo- we join Organza and Bettina in Safeland, our lady in progress. They are in the top seven. Bettina will say to Organza that Miranda is winning. Organza follows up that if she is not winning, she is putting this all on fire. Well, call the fire department because um, <laughs> it's about to burn. Oh, God. Now, they talk about how Snatch Game is rough as they prepare and study for it, but it's very unpredictable and you have to be present all the time. Organza is a little apprehensive about her sister Shannon, who she thinks she is in the bottom if Miranda, Helena, and Dallas are the tops. And of course, the Dallas hate will continue to spew from Organza as she will question her runway. Well, it's time to have those questions answered as the tops and bombs return. <laughs> not so fully the conversation as she says she is obviously in the bottom. She's not nervous as she was expecting it. She was born ready. Helena was sure that Dallas was praised and stepped her pussy up. But Organza, who is very, very pressed about this look, will ask about it, to which Helena will again say that no one got it. Dallas will correct the room and say that she's being accused that she was being accused of having to explain it while she just was asked to explain it. Really, syntax, whatever. But Organza will be like, I didn't understand it either. And I was like, I don't see Carmen Rana as falling angel. So Helena will tell her that she looks like an anime character and says that. Carmen Miranda is also about headpieces. Where is yours? Helena will continue that there is a certain silhouette and dress that is Carmen Miranda and uh, says Dallas doesn't have it in her clothes. But Dallas is not here for all the extra judging they have in the workroom. Helena loves Dallas with the category was Carmen's daughters, not Pokemon's daughters. (laughs) 
very funny line. I think we're going to have that line in the drag race lexicon for a while. Right. She will tell her that she could have worn a mermaid skirt with the shit on her head, and then she would have mixed the angel concept with Carmen. And Dallas is like, did you just call it shit? Um, Excuse me? So she's going to push back and say that she only has to impress the judges, but Helena alludes that if she do drag for yourself, she's out. But Dallas says it's not about that. It's there to impress the judges. Okay. Let's let's take a pause right there and, and discuss the progress up to here. Yeah. Why are they all shitting on Dallas every fucking week? What do they not like about Dallas DeVille? I don't know. I have no idea. It's just I would give the same answers as Dallas, but I would make bigger because don't come for me, honestly. Right. Totally. She so not like confrontation. Yeah, she was she was holding herself up like, okay, but I don't have to impress you. I'm impressing the judges. Yes. But I think it was unnecessary thinking about like Dallas point of view. Totally unnecessary those comments and disrespectful the way they like call her head piece of shit. Right. But to the point of view of us watching the the show, we like that, right? Because it's, We love it. Give me the popcorn. It's flavor. Yeah. So but honestly, if I were there, oh, now, drama is about to happen here. Speaking of, Shannon, she goes to the pot and say that she doesn't get Dallas or Nasa's headpiece. Helena will say that she's an S&M Snow White and the room just laughs at Nasa. <laughs> Organza will take it a step further and tells her that she's not wearing a headpiece, which Nasa is like, the apples are only standing there. And Organza's like, it's a fucking wig. Why do you think Organza is such a stickler for the definition of the categories as this is not the first time she's questioned other people's interpretations? I don't know. Maybe that's her personality. I mean, I know her Organza and I think she's a little bit upset at me because on the first on on, on her first challenge, I think I I thought that Shannon deserved to win. I think I made that comment somewhere on the internet. And since then, she never replied me back. But I didn't, I didn't say bad things about her. I just said, I don't know what, I think Shannon deserved to win this challenge. But she did. It was Organza's who won. Right. So I don't know if that's the reason or maybe she's just busy. But before she used to reply to me and now she hasn't. But it's okay. I understand. I get it. But I don't know. Maybe she... She just wants to fight for her closest friends and then she doesn't accept some judgments, you know, some of what the judges are saying. That's fair. But, I mean, the game is called Drag Race and you want to win. Um, yeah. But at the same time, if you think you're doing it right and someone else is not doing it right and they're getting praised for it, you want to call them out because it's not fair. You um, should say that to the judges on stage. So if you're that brave to question everything behind the, their back, you're not that brave. Just go and do like Chanel did. Do you remember Chanel going of for the course. judges? Of course. Yeah. Speaking of headpieces falling off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Ruby will ask about the lip sync because she says it's very clear what will happen. She can see herself in lip sync because her runway issues. She also knows that the judge's like Shannon's look, so she thinks she'll be safe. But Shannon is ready if she has a lip sync, even if she's going to fall out of the dress. It is time to find out the queen's fate. The winner of the week is Helena. Miranda, Dallas, and Shannon are safe, leaving Ruby and Nas as the bottom two. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. 
I might be controversial in the minority. I think this was a perfect week if you were to either give it to her or do a double. I think Miranda deserved to win. That snatch game was great. Ah, uh, okay. I was agreeing with the bottom two. Sure. Okay. Yeah. The uh, I I I think Miranda deserved that win too, especially that uh Helena already won before. Mm-hmm. But Elena was very great too in snatch game. That's why maybe give it to both of them. Yeah, but if you if I have to pick one, I would pick Helena's snatch game over uh, Miranda's. That's fair. That's fair. Listen, yeah. we just saw in Drag Race Germany that they decided to be like, "You win the Master Challenge, you win the runway." Oh, they did that. They sure did. Okay. The song is Shined On by Vanessa. Vanessa. Um, Vanessa. What did you think about this song choice? Because I thought it was fun. I love that song. Vanessa is a very nice pop Brazilian singer. And there was a time she was uh, recording in English. And that one of the, that's one of the songs. I loved it. And it was fire, right? Yeah. Even with a fallen apple, Naza is a performer. She wiped the floor. Um, she is a fashion girly, as they say. But... Um, yeah, she did great. There was something about the way that Ruby was performing. I don't know if you noticed it, but she was very hunched over. I don't know if it yeah. was the costume or whatever, but she, when she performs, it's it's she creates an interesting image with her body. Yeah, it's like she's having an exorcism or something. <laughs> there we go. I'm here for that. Um, I will say, I know it's 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 the thing that we as audience members like. Oh my god, a wig reveal! It wasn't the most glamorous wig reveal, but it did get the judges going. Um, and then they were like, "You are our winner." Um, Ruby sadly was a bit monotonous in her performance compared to Naza, who was giving levels and tricks and doing it in those fucking heels. Yeah, I don't know how is that possible. I never worn those. I don't think I would, unless I'm, I'm trying to be a horse or something. <laughs> right, <laughs> like Davina the Campo did one back in the day. Yeah, yeah. In the end, Ruby is eliminated. Naza's days to slay another day. Do you agree? I agree. Yes, uh, Naza was better. I got some burning questions. What is Ruby's legacy? <sighs> Ruby's legacy. I have no idea. I mean, I mean, she was there. Huh? Yeah, she made her own clothes. That's her legacy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. She made her all of her clothes that she made out. It yeah, was good. I mean, her outfits were okay. Were nice. It was really interesting because she was a very interesting character on the season. Because you're right, she was just there. Yeah. If you took her out of the show, nothing changes. And also, I mean, I don't know Ruby that well to tell like if she she's like that or not. But all her confessionals and all her moments, it sounded for me a little bit rehearsed. The yes. way she speaks, she wanted to to make this and that, and it didn't sound natural to me. I agree. Who won the week? Who had the best episode? Ah, Helena. Yes. I think, again, having her be able to talk about her story and give the awareness on top of an excellent runway and on top of an excellent snatch game. Um, 
she's very good. She's a very, very talented drag artist. Yeah, and very beautiful. Absolutely. Very polished. Yes. We have a double runway and a design challenge once again. Who do you think will do well? Because it looks like they actually get to use fabrics this time. Yeah, well, I know that Organza is a designer, so I'm expecting great things from her. Uh, Helena also, she also yep. knows how to construct and sew everything. So probably this show, Miranda is smart, so I think she'll be able, she'll be able to make something happen. Yeah, I, I feel like um, all the names you gave me, good. I'm here for it, I think. I think I'm worried about Dallas because after the last design challenge. Ooh, yeah, me too. Me too. Um, so I think Dallas is, uh, I think it might be the end of the line for Dallas. She's in the danger zone. Dallas. Yeah. Yes. After six episodes, the winner of the season is. I would say Elena. I think this episode would, is going to tip the scale slightly in her favor. Um, I will still say Organza. I'm a little bit um, still team. I'm, I'm here for her because she is a great. You, you are team. team Organza. I think I am, but I okay. I think if Helena does very well again next week, I might have to swap over as that's where the edit's leading. But either way, I could see the two of them being top two. Yeah. Well, for me, I'm team. Like who I wanted to win, I would say Shannon. Yeah, and Bettina because I love her, but I think putting my emotions on the side, I think Helena is the one who's gonna win for now. At this point, I think whoever wins is going to be amazing representation as a first winner of the season. Yes, I agree. Very special. Very, very. All right, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Oh, you can find me at Pietro Parker everywhere besides Twitter, which I have a the. Pietra Parker. And you can catch Drag Race Brazil with me every Wednesday at Frankie's Pub and Reina's every Friday night at Hush. And much more coming up. Stay tuned. Follow me. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here. You're the best. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Love everybody. Bye.